More post-Oscars fun in case you missed the Academy Awards last night. That's coming up. Yeah, um, all the highlights. Jody's got another Hollywood outsider on the way. Okay, um, you know, it was more than a week ago that our pug, Piggy Gaga... God rest her God soul. God rest her soul passed away after about 13 years. I mean, she's 13 or 14 years old. Well, I th- really we, went, old. we went through it. We did the math. We got her in 2012, and the person that we got her from said that she was... Four or five. Oh, four or five? I thought she I was thought five so. or six or something like that. But anyway, I thought she was closer to 15. Yeah. So she was very old, the point being. And um, we had to take her in the middle of the night, and she was uncomfortable. So we made the family decision. We brought the girls also to an emergency vet, and she yeah. passed on. She got the injection. She crossed the and rainbow held, bridge. Right. We held her and all that. And the girls, that was their first time experiencing that. And... um so during all of that, we agreed to, we had, she was asking us some questions, the vet tech, after yeah. you guys do want to have her, you know, cremated, like, is it, you want to do a communal thing? I'm like, yeah. Do you want the paw in the mail? Do you need the ashes? No, no paw ashes. Print. Oh yeah, paw print. You know, that's always that awkward moment because obviously everybody's trying to be sensitive to the situation. But you really, you don't want to have to talk about any of those things, really. You know, <laughs> so I think any setting... Is yeah. like that, so right? It's time to talk money. And so we're like, and the girls are crying and we're tired and we're upset too. And it's sad. And Piggy's sitting right there. And it's like, okay, yes, I don't remember clearly what we agreed to, but I'm pretty sure it was I want the paw print mailed and a communal uh, cremation sounds lovely. And we pay the bill and we leave and we move on and day for days later my phone is ringing these numbers i don't know and i finally um call back and it's this place that's like we have piggy here and i'm like still what? <laughs> yeah we have piggy and we wanted to double check that you want communal or do you want a private ceremony private respectful scattering and here's how much it's going to cost and my thought, and I was like, "Wait, we already paid like a hefty bill." I Is this Groundhog paid. Day? <laughs> thought we already paid. I'm like, respectfully, did we already pay for this? So and anyway, so I found out that we res- we respectfully had not paid for any of that See, yet. I thought, yeah, I I thought that we had too. It's one of those so Murphy's recommendation to me was that i call back and clarify well i mean we kind of have to because you, you can't stay in that limbo state for long it's like gotta do something with her you know i mean so we were can, right can you send her back we were right on one account and we were wrong on the other oh were we yeah i called back and figured it all out okay okay we'll tell you about that coming up mm. because there is something on the way in the mail to us and it's not a paw print <laughs> Can I have some fun on another Murphy, Sam, and Jody after the show podcast? We'll have another new episode after the show today. Okay, so I wanted to bring you back up to speed, guys, especially you, Murphy, on the Piggy Gaga, our pug, her remains situation because we had to have her put to sleep a couple of weeks ago. My phone was blowing up um, with the, I guess you call it crematorium place, going, hey, what do you, did you, do you yeah, want you, private? Do you want communal? What do you want? But you, you didn't recognize the number, so... <laughs> You put that one off for a few days. Didn't I did. <laughs> and, anyway, and and so we were we were under the impression that uh, we're going to get a paw print in the mail, right? Ceramic right. paw print. Not just that, we Keepsake. were under the impression that we had paid for all of this ahead of time because when we paid the bill that night, we thought, yeah. okay. And then that was the phone call. It's like we need you to pick and we need you to pay. And so I called the vet to con- you know confirm, like, really, I need to call these people back. Did I really not pay for this already? And they confirmed. We paid for a paw print with our vet. So the crematorium placed us separate paw prints. So I had to say no to them for that because we've already paid for a paw print. It's ready for me to pick up. 
for Piggy. Okay, so... So who made the paw print? The vet? The vet made the paw print there. Okay, wonderful. Okay, so that's good. We already did pay for that. But no, we've not paid for the cremation yet. And so... I called the place. So are they waiting on us or have they simply extended credit? <laughs> what are you talking about? Well, I mean, they're not like sitting here, you know, well, without getting graphic. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, right? she's fine. Have they taken care of this or not? No, you know? they were waiting for us to call. I guess they were Ship keeping- her back. We'll do it ourselves. I guess they were keeping her however they keep them. You That's know what I'm disturbing. Saying? It, it is, but it happens. Yeah. Okay? okay. It happens with human life, too. It does. What do you mean it happens with human life? Waiting for people to get back with you? (laughs) I I guess so. Anyway, Piggy. What do you want us to do with your uncle? The fate of Piggy has now been decided that you said, go ahead and do what we agreed to do, which was communal cremation, respectfully scattered. And then in the middle of the call, she said, now with this price, you can have a certificate of her cremation and a lock of her hair. And I was like, what? that's okay. That's okay. And then she, I give her my credit card number. We do the whole transaction at the end of it. You know what? I'm like, you know what? Since it is included, I want the hair. So they're sending us, Murphy, a, a certificate of her respectful well, cremation yeah. and the sprinkling of her ashes with other pets. And we can go visit in the lovely gardens if we want to. <laughs> And we're getting yeah, a lock of Piggy's hair. What's odd enough is if we swept around the house hard <laughs> yeah. enough, we would find another hair. That wouldn't cost you a hundred bucks. And there's a part of me that I want to see this hair. You want Piggy hair? I got Piggy hair. Right here in my sweater. <laughs> Reach out to us anytime, 877-310-4MSJ. By the way, Sam, the, yes. the lock of hair that we're supposed to be getting from our late piggy, our pug, mm-hmm. is not showing up in the mail yet, and I was kind of surprised. Mm-hmm. You know I think maybe that? she hasn't been cremated yet. You know, oh. It's a communal thing, so well, they're they probably going to- Wait till I have enough? I don't know. I keep looking for it every day because I'm curious about what we're going to do with it. <laughs> wow. Okay. Wasn't expecting to go down that path. Uh, eight seven seven. What it is? Yeah, I know. Eight seven seven three one zero four MSJ. We love to hear from you. Good morning, Shelly. Good morning, to hey, my Shelley. radio family. Hey, oh, thanks. <laughs> Hi, mom. Hi. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, sis. <laughs> What's up, Shelly? Well, I just wanted to share with you. Um, when my mom passed away, my dad and I went to the. Um, cremation place? I don't yeah. know what you call it. I think you call and it a crematorium. Crematorium. Said, crematorium. Okay. So <laughs> he just, he dealt with his um, sadness by humor. Yeah. And he said that he wanted me to pick up my mom because that's the only time I'll be able to carry her. (laughs) (laughs) And and then I said, well, Dad, where are you going to put mom? You know, he goes, well, of course, I'm going to put her on the TV so we can watch TV together. So I just, he... He just, he absolutely, they've been married for, they were married right. for 48 years at that time. Wow. Yeah. And they enjoyed watching their shows together, so I thought that was pretty fitting, even though I laughed, and it was oh, quite yeah. funny. But, it, you know, that's so sweet, and yeah. I'm sure he maybe, maybe he's the kind of person who has to have his harder moments alone. Yeah. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. At least he's dealing with yep. it with you, yep. just in a funny way. Yes. I've always heard that losing a spouse that you've been married to forever mm. is such a game changer, and it's you can't describe it mm-hmm. if, unless you've been there. I believe yeah. it, too. Yep. 
love them and miss them every day. But, yeah. you know, I find joy in having my mom's laugh. Mm-hmm. And I find joy in the way that I treat people the way my dad did. Right. Yeah. And that's what mm. he wants you to do. He, that's, I'm sorry to get so heavy, but he lives on through you in that way. You know? Yeah, they both do. But not really gone from you. I think that's how my dad kind of still lives through me, too, is the sense of humor. Because mm-hmm. I definitely got my sense of humor from him watching old yeah. funny movies and TV shows. Mm-hmm. And so there are times yep. when I say things, it's like, yeah, dad would have said that. Nice. Yep. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Shelly, thank well, you for have calling. Have a wonderful day, you guys. You, you too. too. Well, we appreciate you sharing that with us. 877-310-4MSJ. First day of May, last day of the work week. May. Kind of cool how that March. works out, March. huh? You said May. You just lost two months. You just lost two months, sweetheart. Oh, did I say May, the first day of May? Yeah. First day of March, last day of the work week. Yeah. Yes, baby. Sorry. Um, You guys know I had coffee with my mother this week. I call it coffee with Nana mm-hmm. because she's Nana and I always bring the girls when I can. Is it as funny as riding with Jerry Seinfeld? It's pretty funny. <laughs> you know. In fact, that's why I have to bring it up. Uh-huh. Um, Getting coffee in the country with Nana. That's what it's called. Well, there you go. You got a new <laughs> <Yeah>. show. <laughs> okay, I hadn't seen her in a while, and I wanted to visit. So I said, hey, can we come out? I picked up the, you know, the girls from school. Taylor brought her friend Roger, and we go out and have coffee. And, you know, the thing about my mom is that she, I didn't know this was... When I was a little girl and growing up with this... I didn't know that all moms didn't talk this way. My mom is very free with whatever she says, and she always says something. I, I guess a little inappropriate, maybe. Edgy. You know, she's just a, a little edgy, exactly. Um, she's doesn't edit herself, mm-hmm. and so around the girls, our girls growing up, that's been interesting. Now, when they were little, she was never inappropriate, but you know, they're vi- this is us, and they're visiting with their grandma. And so we started talking about old music and how Phoebe really likes Stevie Wonder and Queen. And she mm-hmm. doesn't care for new music today. Almost anything she doesn't care for that's yeah. new. I mean, there's some bit. She likes Panic at the Disco. And, you know, that's I mean, there's true. a lot of newer stuff okay, that she does true. like. But, um, so, and, and Nana was like, yeah, well, I always like Tone Loke. <laughs> and she did. She still really? loves Tone Loke. Wow. Oh, totes. Man, I, I mean, I don't know a lot about your mom, but she doesn't wow. strike me as a tone look person. What? Yeah, oh, there's yeah. a lot of layers I, you there. You haven't seen her dance around the kitchen like yeah. I have. There's a lot of layers Speaking there. Speaking of inappropriate, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay, Murph. Anyway, so we continue our conversation. Like, have you been reading much lately? What books have you been reading, oh, Mom? Here we and go. She's like, well, no, I haven't read much. I've been enjoying. Uh, she loves binging TV shows. Yeah, she does. Yeah. And um, she's ready for the crown to come back on. She's always asking me what to binge, and we had told her. I said, look, it's a little rough, but you might enjoy. Narcos. That was six months ago. Yeah. And she has watched it more than once, the whole series. Yeah. And the girls are sort of tuned out. And that's when she says, Pablo didn't, he didn't, he didn't use cocaine, but he liked his weed. <laughs> and did she say that? Yeah. And Taylor and Phoebe were like, okay. So anyway, <laughs> coffee with Nana. Did you spit your coffee at that No, point? I've been used to it my whole life. You know what? She is who she is, and I love it. Yeah, it's never you? boring. But don't be surprised if Roger doesn't come along <laughs> next time. <laughs> never boring. So, you know, as you know, Jody and I are married. Sam and I have known each other for a very long time. The three of us have known each other for the better part of 
20 plus years. with Sam longer than me. Yeah. Sam always likes to point out. But it always, it amazes me how when, when, when a group has been together as long as this, when you, when you find out something for the first time, it's like, how did I never know this before now? Mm. Such as? It was, it's one of my favorite moments and reactions that Sam had because he never knew. You know, Sam's been married three times, yes. right? And so when Sam, when Sam got divorced the second time and that ex got remarried, she invited me and Jody to the wedding. wedding. Yeah. And at that wedding that it we- was, It was already odd for me to be there a little bit. Yeah. But, but because it, we felt like we were kind of, are we betraying Sam by doing well, this? Well, I was but, friends with her too, and I, I liked that she invited me, mm-hmm. but it was odd because I work with you on the daily and you're really my, a friend. Yeah. You know, so. How was the food? We didn't stay for the food. We went for the ceremony. Yeah, we went for the ceremony. And uh, and then so while we while we're sitting, uh, you know, we wind up looking over and who are we sitting next to? Sam's first, first wife. wife. She was invited too. <laughs> they put us on the same pew. And uh, right. <laughs> and it's like this was like you could see Sam's face. This is totally new information. Yeah, <laughs> you were there. Yes, the whole we were there. thing is just like wait, what? And then the fact that wait, number one was there too. <laughs> yeah, so it was Murphy, Jody, and your ex-wife Julie. It's, and the thing is, I don't really care. It's just odd that it's gone that she long. She knew without, us all, and well, I know, but it's just odd it's gone that long that I never caught any wind or that right. she never even told me. I that. didn't walk in Monday morning and say, "Yes, where we <laughs> were wow. this weekend." And guess who was there? <laughs> well, you know her. She's a very um, expressive, talkative person. So I'm surprised she never mentioned. Oh, by the way, just so you know, right. Uh, right. I, I don't know what the speaking terms were like at that time. It's oh, obviously well, better that's, now. That's, that's true. So, uh, but it was that was like a total TV sitcom moment. Yeah, I was yeah. looking for cameras. You're waiting for me to spit my someone, drink, right? Exactly. Who else is going to show up? <laughs> <laughs> you know, the longer you live, you're, and you, the more of relationships you have, friendships and yeah. other whatever kind, you're going to have those awkward moments. You know, weddings and funerals are sometimes the most. You know what? God, that is so true. You place. see people like exes and that. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. you're what, right. Was it at the church that she got married? Mm-hmm. It was so at the, the church. Third, that's where I met the third wife at that church. I know. So she might have been working that day at the church. That's TMI. Wow. So all three of my exes could have been, or one future could have been in that. That's a trifecta. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who's spitting drinks now? <laughs> In case you missed it, check out our Facebook page right now for um, the big, huge picture on canvas that Murphy's dad, Dane, gave us as a late Christmas present. And um, it's because we could we traveled to the beach to be with him for Christmas, and he didn't want to carry these big gifts to the beach, which is smart. He wouldn't travel right. with them. Right. So we got a Christmas gift the other night, and it is a huge, beautiful fo- photograph that he had put on canvas you can tell he went online and yeah. found this website which is so cute to and he takes a lot of pictures and then he gave everybody a picture a personalized picture gift yeah. our girls got blankets with pictures that mean something to them there's some other gifts still to be given out to other family members that we got to take a peek at it that's really cool yeah. oh, you can't talk about no. i shouldn't but i love that you know because what my dad gives and you know is giving gifts and you know for years my mom was the one that really picked up most of the gifts you know except mm-hmm. for things like for my sister which he, he would pick out those gifts but um, but that's now huge. it's it, it is a huge it, that's a huge picture. But I love his gifts because they're so unique and so cool and so different. And more importantly, they're personal. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. What he's you know giving he put there, thought into right? It. Because that's been a family tradition forever. The summer vacations. He probably 
takes more pictures than anybody that I've ever met. He has a true love for photography. And so, right. you know, back in the day when it was film, he was already shooting a lot of pictures. Now that it's a digital world where it's unlimited, shoot <laughs> yeah. as much as you Go want. crazy. He literally shoots thousands and thousands of pictures every year. And I'm going to tell you this. The same night he gave us that big canvas of us on the beach... <laughs> Um, we walked into his house to bring him home and good night and give hugs and all that. And we walk into that main area and I guess he was just waiting for our reaction. He turns, he flips on the light and there is a, another huge canvas picture, okay, that he had made for himself. <laughs> and man, it is fine. It is. Do you want to tell Sam what it is? Yeah, and I'm thinking that I have a picture of, of it the picture. here. Anything to do with his Harley or his vet? It did. What do you that's think? exactly what it is. It's a picture of his Harley that he bought in 1978. And it is gorgeous and on canvas. Oh wow, that's yeah. cool. Looking. So I would we'll say that that that's a super cool, too. you know, super cool picture. And when we post that, everybody's going to ask the question. Yes, that is my mother's urn. That's in the front uh, of that. Wait, I didn't realize that. You didn't know that? Yeah, that's my mother's urn. You, you, no, I was so taken with the Harley. I did not know that. Yeah, is that why you pushed it out the way? <laughs> no, <laughs> but it's interesting if you look closely enough. I think it's propping the picture up. <laughs> he didn't tell me that. I didn't know that. Okay, it's, completely it's mind blown. The whole thing is beautiful. I love it. It is very beautiful. I just didn't realize the urn was right in front yeah, of it. Mom made the picture. Um, our oldest daughter Taylor is finishing up her junior year and um sam she uh well so it's a lot of talk about senior year right now and, yeah. and picking out her schedule her class schedule and you know she was mentioning yeah i'm filling out my, my schedule for senior year and murphy's like whoa how about come talk to us about it <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess she said i'm submitting it tomorrow that's great uh, so what are you taking well yeah i mean we, it's obviously led by her but we also we're the parents we do want to look at it a little bit mm. and she made some really good choices that's and decisions schedule, yeah. you know um she's way ahead on her math but she still has to take a math so she she's in calculus then or she's in calculus in? now she's oh, far really? enough ahead on credits where she's going to be able to do actually more electives which is really cool she's doing three electives oh good then that's the easy schedule I don't know. No, I'm thinking of college. (laughs) She got some tough classes. Yeah. But we're just talking about her schedule and her classes, and she's so excited about it. I mean, she's so excited. There's a certain special energy, and it really is a special sort season in your life when you are in upper high school, junior, senior year, and you're right on the cusp of it, and you're just so excited. She's right there. Mm -hmm. She has all these new freedoms. She's driving now and more all the time, more places all the time. Yeah, as a senior, you control the school. Right. (laughs) Rule school. Um, Just like Rizzo says. But anyway, um, that's when she mentioned to me, she's like, yeah, it's so exciting. She says, you know, when I was in preschool, you remember that they sent home that little capsule that I'm supposed to open my senior year? And I was like, Oh. oh, it's a time capsule. Yeah. Oh. And there was that tiny little flicker of a memory oh. that we did. Mm-hmm. And I have zero idea where that thing is. Please tell me you know where it is, Murphy. Well, I, I mean, if I remember correctly, when, when we moved, you referred to it as... Ah! Junk! Junk, and then we got rid of it. So. That is not true. I would never. Why do you do that? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Please. <laughs> I would um, never, and you know it. Oh, I know that. Uh, I'm pretty sure that we do have that somewhere in the stash of things that I keep. God, I hope so. She we just said need to it's look white. First, yeah. She said it's white. My in my memory, it was like yeah, reddish. No, it's a white. It's tube. white. Yeah. Okay, she, I her, remember her where it was right. in the old house. 
Yeah. And I remember thinking, this is going to be so many years away that we yeah. need this. How does yeah. she remember like, that from preschool? Because Taylor remembers everything. She has everything. that kind of memory. She's wow. just amazing but she, And I think it's probably letters to us, letters about what she hopes and loves and yeah. about all the favorite things about her school and all that. And she's been at the, uh, you know, that elementary school a long time. And mm. well, I look, cannot wait to see what's in it. I, if we can find it. I will look for it tonight, and I hope for your sake we find it. <laughs> <laughs> if not, we're blaming it on mom. <laughs> How to end a social conversation gracefully. Um, I've ne- <laughs> What? Turn and walk away. I have never had a problem doing this. And then I married Murphy all those years ago, and I walk... Sam, you know it's true. I all watch right. him struggle in this. Well, because the grace, social things at all. The graceful thing is the part of it. I know people who will just walk away from a conversation, but that's not me. You know. Yeah, but you kind of get stuck. You bring up you bring up yeah. the topic again. You're like, yeah, so call me about yeah. that. We think we can make it happen. I feel like saying you've already you guys have already said that. Yeah, when there's the mutual, okay, this conversation's over. I'm gonna go visit, and I'm gonna. Da, da, da. But it keep continuing. I know he he just keeps. You just keep. I think that's the only problem you catch into you get into you don't know the the way out my deal is oh this has been great i Mm-hmm. Thank you. Extend the hand. A handshake and this has been great is a goodbye. But you have to understand, I did that two times in a conversation last week and, and, and it, 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 I couldn't exit it. Really? Yeah. Well, how about this? Thanks. You Excuse know. me, do you know where the men's room is? <laughs> you walk away because you have to go to the bathroom. I did that. I was like, I need to find the ladies room. And I did go yeah. find the ladies room. I can't Who's going to argue with that? I can't use the bar question anymore. Oh. You know where the bar is? Um, anyway, I, you know, Jody, I know is going to give some sound advice on how to exit this in a minute, but I do have to say that, you know, when Jody and I are standing together, what winds up happening is she does ask the restroom question and then leaves me hanging there. And I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> well, now, I'm so, like, I can't so, be responsible so for your social exit, She exits issues. the conversation by pawning it off on me. I don't. Yeah, my husband knows a lot more about this. Yeah. Anybody know where the bathroom is? <laughs> I'm sorry. You are good at everything, managerial things that I can't do. But in a social situation, I can get out of it. If I need to, and that's why it's time. It's time to leave. And like, we're, when we all go somewhere together, Sam, you know it. We can't leave because Murphy's still talking to people. Mm. And one thing is that you really do enjoy talking. I to love people. conversation so with social. people. I love people. You know. So yeah. yeah. Um, there are even non-verbal things that you can do if you start looking not at that your, one sam <laughs> start looking at your phone thanks or if you were if you were sitting and then if you stand up and extend your hand that's a non-verbal yeah. i'm oh, ending look, I, this but i've done that but you you would be surprised some people don't respond to that cue you get up okay. you start you walk three feet i mean it's some people it don't. is as well that's different that's someone who doesn't take a social cue most people do another thing is just it, this has been great thank you so much <laughs> when it's come to its natural end it's okay for you to politely end it. Maybe some people just enjoy talking to me so much they don't want it to end. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> true. Hey, Jody, do you know where the bathroom is? Like, there you go. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Martin Scorsese. You know, the new movie, The Irishman, in select theaters already. Hey, my friend. I got that kid I was talking to you about here. <laughs> And Martin Scorsese has been in the news the so much talking, lately okay? because of something that he said about Marvel movies and superhero movies that they're really not cinema. He wanted to clarify once again and finally what he was trying to say as he did this piece. He wrote this piece to clarify himself in the New York Times where he explains he still be- believes in sort of calling them theme parks, those kind of movies. But he's saying it's it's worldwide audio visual entertainment that's, that's made to make money and continue making money like the 
Disney Marvel experience. He says it's not the same thing as real cinema to mm-hmm. him. So you can he, you can see what he means. What he means is that what he does is super organic. He wants to tell a story, right. and, he, and whether it's a commercial success or not. But right. to a certain degree, he definitely wants it to be a commercial success. Right. That's how he I'm makes sure his living, it's, right? It's true. But it's like, you know, you think of Alfred Hitchcock, though, and the great directors. That's kind of what he's saying. Is sure. the, the cinema that those people make he's trying to be is true what to he the story. makes. Right. He says, no offense to any of those wonderful people who work really hard on those movies. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Uh, Jody, I don't think we ever really got to the end of the, of the how to end social conversations and set, settings. Where you're not, yeah, yeah, we didn't get to the advice. Exiting last hour, we just had fun talking about how you have trouble doing that, Murphy. Yeah. And it's it's always true when you're trying to leave somewhere. The girls, if if, if our girls are with us, like, why does Dad keep talking? So they recognize it too. Yes, they do. Mm. And look, you're just a social butterfly murphy yeah. see i don't know that it's a problem exiting those things are not a problem for me exiting it's the fact that i'm enjoying visiting and everybody else is ready to go <laughs> that's the problem yeah, that's there. a problem for everybody <laughs> it's though. everybody you else's problem yeah problem. it is it is i do i do stand by the the observation that you continue to bring up the conversation when it does i've seen it come to its natural close and then mm-hmm. you go again well, but i know you're supposed to be habit. giving the tips here right. I, I think what happens is if i'm not paying attention and i get distracted and then I don't exit gracefully, you then I'm, I'm stuck in the conversation. Right, exactly. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. First of all, don't feel like it's rude. It's a natural part. Conversation begins, there's a middle, and there's an end. It's okay for you to be the alpha who ends it. It really is. And you're very much an alpha, Murphy. So one of the best things to do is, okay, um, oh, it's great to catch up with you, but I do need to speak to some other people here. Oh, like, yeah. Do it with a purpose. Now, don't just go sit down and eat a taco. You need to go straight to some other people. He said he was going to talk to right, other people. Right, but there's someone yeah, else. Right. Thank you for this. I do need to go catch somebody else before we leave sort of a thing um the other one is the bar i need to go grab another drink you need anything you know whatever which is fine it doesn't have to be alcohol sam it's true i need a diet coke works um if you'll excuse me there's someone i need to speak with over there oh really who whatever you know what that actually well as long as you're not faking it that's true i didn't think about that because that is respectable you know it what is. i mean and i'm sorry respectful respectful yeah. and the last and final one and this is the one i use all the time but give it's true i mean usually it's true do you know where the ladies room is i need to go to the ladies room nobody's gonna tell you but wait stop and keep talking to me well i shouldn't ask where the ladies room is <laughs> no that's true sam that would make creeper. you a creeper um you know you can always you, you don't you don't have to make it any more complicated than just the question right you don't need to say something like you know i feel like uh forrest gump after all those dr peppers in the movie <laughs> yeah i had that brisket over there where's the uh, restroom at uh. Jody's hollywood outsider you know what i miss the most about game of thrones it's not um john snow it's the dragons. Oh. So guess what? Really? I miss Daenerys. Yeah, I know you do. Yeah. Okay, guys. Um, HBO had some big announcements this week. Number one, that they've scrapped that um, Naomi Watts show they were going to do that was a prequel, 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 thousands of years they before. They actually shot a, a pilot for it and then decided, showed nah. it, Showed it to audiences the way they do. They tested yeah. it and they're like, no, this one's not working. Well, it's tough to make it any older than the original. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> actually, look. no. George R.R. R. Martin wrote a companion book called Fire and Blood, which is about House Targaryen before you ever heard of Daenerys. Yeah. Okay, all those Targaryen kings, those crazy dragon kings. Right. And so... 
It's t- it takes place 300 years before the Game of Thrones that we know. Oh, that's and close. That's what we're getting from HBO. They've already ordered 10 episodes of it. And so I don't know about who's starring in or anything like that, but that means dragons, baby. Yeah. <gasps> They're so cool. But 300 years before, are we going to have full-size dragons or little bitty dragons? Full-size yeah, dragons. Mm. Don't you remember those dragon bones yeah, in the basements and the crypts? Okay, so... um. HBO, they confirmed the series. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. In case you missed it, check it out on our podcast. Three easy ways to end a social conversation if you just are ready to get out and you have trouble getting out of the conversation. Hey, hey, it happens. There are tricks. There are things to say and things to do. Okay. This is provided you actually want to do it politely, right? Exactly. (laughs) Professionally and politely, uh, gracefully. That's on yesterday's podcast. You can also call or text us anytime at 877-310-4MSJ. How are you, Darlene? Great. I was just listening on 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 my radio, obviously, and listening yes. to you guys talk about the conversation and how to end it and that kind of stuff. And yes. I just wanted to let you guys know you're literally describing like one of the most difficult things that I deal with with oh, my husband. Because no. <laughs> he, it, it's great, like it's great, but I have the opposite problem because I have a really short attention span, and if we're not <laughs> talking about something extremely topical, I'm like out. Me too. And I'll come back like 30 minutes. Like, yeah, I'm like, babe, really? And so anytime we take the kids. They're like, oh my gosh, dad's talking again. I said, well, you might as well get comfortable because he's not going anywhere. (laughs) Kids know the same thing about Murphy. He just finds Mm. it rude to ever exit a conversation. I do. And if I'm not 100% interested, I'm like, where's the bathroom? (laughs) You know? Everybody he sees, it's like they just, he just saw him yesterday. And then they pick up and go into an hour long conversation. I'm like, oh my gosh. But, anyways, I just want you guys know I really, um, enjoy listening to you guys but um we feel your pain too <laughs> thank you and you give some of those pointers to your nice. husband yeah and it but it is nice to have someone because sometimes i am a little bit more aloof and and i feel more comfortable being next to him because sure. i see how easily he does have conversations so it helps me out that's a little bit nice sometimes. yeah but anyways i hope you guys have a fantastic week thank we appreciate you everything you do well thank you darlene we appreciate mm. the call i think darlene might be referring to the pawn off factor too there you know, her husband's a good conversationalist, and you're not—you don't want to be involved. You just kind of pawn him off on your husband. I've never thought of it that way. I don't feel like I'm pawning you off on anyone, Murphy. You know me. I'm just oh, out. No, My attention no, span is sometimes sometimes a little bit. It's funny to me, hummingbird, because I mean there are conversations that I enjoy being in, and then there's if there are some conversations where I, I'm trying to move with you because we need to get out, and then you're like, you've got to go to the restroom. That's where it gets weird for a minute, you know. <laughs> when you I'm get sorry. past that point where you can have the the com- comfortable conversation, right. it starts to get awkward. I tell you what, I will be more sympathetic to your inability to get out of the conversations in the future. Okay. So my exit will also more more often include you. Murphy, yeah. let's us go to the bathroom. That's right. Thank you, Darlene. Jump in anytime. 877-310-4MSJ. Remember when you stepped on a bug recently, Murphy, and you were just down for the count and you thought you were going to well, die? It stung me. I thought really it was more of a wasp. But when our youngest, Phoebe, did the app, she said it's a, it's velvet, a velvet ant. ant. Well, guess what? I found out. I talked to the pest control people. He's coming today. And I found out it's not an ant, yeah. although the world calls them velvet ants. They're in the wasp family. Uh-huh. It's a wasp. But here's the fun thing. Now, since you stepped on one and thought you were going to die because it was so painful, which I believed you. <laughs> she says it like it wasn't yeah. true. Blah, 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 blah. I'm trying to explain the, how bad it was. Um, 
they used to call them cow ants too. Mm-hmm. Horrible. Um, we have seen since that time two more in our house. Yes. One of them crawled across my arm and I flicked that thing so fast. Oh my gosh. And then we Murphy killed it with his phone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the other one we saw crawling across the top of our bed uh, comforter. It oh, freaked me out. I couldn't even sleep that night. Yeah. Okay. So I told him that. And you know what he said? What? He said, that is weird and rare because these things are not communal. So I was like, when I called him, I'm like, I'm so scared that there's like a bunch of them behind the wall. And he's like, no, they're solitary. It's they're rare that you see them. So the fact that you've got three is weird. Oh. Seriously? Yeah, he said that. He said they're not communal. Communal. So don't worry that there's like a big nest of them. They don't even have typical wasp nest, but they're in the they're wasp without wings. That actually sounds even worse. Yeah. If they're individuals, how do you get them all? Yeah. Because well, they could be anywhere. Well, he's gonna come spray. That's what. Everywhere? But, yeah. <laughs> so. Everywhere. Okay. And I just think beware because he's going to spray and then doesn't that sometimes crank him up? Like, oh, something smells funny and let me get out of here. You know, I guess it could. Isn't that cool and yeah. crazy to know that mm-hmm. we have a rare thing and we have three of them? Yeah, aren't you just so lucky? <laughs> so special. It was more fun when we were calling them Velvet Ants, actually. Yeah. You know, I got a phone call from my son, Jackson, uh, Hi, asking Jack. me to come get him from school because... Mm-hmm. He, he wasn't feeling well, and I didn't know what he was talking about, and I see his mom had texted me that, you know, he's feeling dizzy and nauseous. And what grade is he in? Five, a sophomore. Okay. High school. <laughs> and, five, seven, sophomore. Um, and, and, and it made me realize that I, I've never, with any of my kids, had a lot of compassion for them when they are, when they say they're sick. So unless, you're not a... Unless I can see that, yes, you are sick. Right, because a lot so you're of just you're basically saying you're questioning the. I'm questioning it, yeah. and I, I instantly go into yeah right mode because it's true. I, I've seen it. I've and, seen it over the years, and this is because Same. when I when I was a kid, and I don't know if it's because the way I was brought up or the way my parents treated me, I was not bothering my parents at work unless I was deathly Bleeding. ill. Right. Yeah. You know, I'm feeling his thing. I'm dizzy, nauseous, not feeling well. Right. When I was a kid, it's like suck it up. Uh huh. You know, not rub a little dirt on it and get back in there. <laughs> but but it's like I'm it feeling up. a little dizzy. I'm not feeling well. I'm gonna stick this out until if I'm nauseous until I can't hold it anymore. Yeah. I, it's not like yeah, I'm feeling okay. I think because I'm- you also knew that your parents could not necessarily drop everything and come and get you. There's something about there's a difference. This is a different time and place, and our kids know they can get us, and usually we're going to be right there. Yeah. But Therefore, you know, it's and then after a different the mindset, fact, too. After the fact, I feel non-compassionate because it's just like, are you really sick? Is this a re- It's right. the boy who cried wolf. Is this really one of those situations? Right. I've heard a number of these from a number of different kids since I got five of them. And do you, <laughs> have you seen them cry wolf a lot? Or do they and sometimes turn out to be exactly sick? like this? It could be within twenty minutes after he has a, a snack, he's, he's fine be playing and good basketball to go. Or yeah, something. well, not playing basketball because if you're sick, you're staying. Right, you know, you're not moving. Right. Yeah, that's how you were raised, and that's probably generational. But um, you do need to 
probably realize that there's going to be a certain percentage of the time where your kids are actually sick because they're actually humans well, that can yeah. get sick. I mean, it's, if, the, if, if it's a fever, you know, uh, I mean, yeah. I know for me the criteria was if I made a mess that nobody wanted to be around, you yeah. know, I mean, it was... It exactly. Was well, that, that I'm good with. Not uh, that they made the mess, but, but yeah, it's like, obviously, but you're sniffles, sick. you know, Ours or, or is, a you're going or, to the doctor. If I have to come get you from school, you're going to the doctor. Yeah. That's is what happens at our house. That usually so. cures it sometimes. <laughs> Murphy, I'm going to be trying something out at the house this weekend. I'm going to try. Is this a warning? Why do you Why do you make that noise, Sam? Good, just because it's like I'm trying something out. Uh oh. This is what you do what in life. Uh-oh. You have interest. You delve into those interests. You try new things. Well, or you maybe she's trying something on this weekend. You wish. <laughs> okay. Okay. So wait, what this are you? This is really going to disappoint now. No. I'm sorry, I brought it up. What? I've wanted forever, and I'm just going to try it on us first so that it doesn't look stupid. <laughs> but when we have company and guests over, I want to have a cheese board. I want to have a cheese board that's filled with gorgeous things. Grapes and walnuts oh. and beautiful cheeses and crackers. You've seen these gorgeous cheese boards. So you're going to go a charcuterie board? A yeah, charcuterie? I'm going to call it a cheese board. You're going to go buy a board? Or you... Yeah, I found my board already. Well, I thought we had a small one with the thing. It was a gift. And that's you put a the... small one. I want a long one. And do you have to refrigerate the piece that's in it and all no, that? No, no, no. It's a, it's a wood. It's a wooden board. And then you put the stuff on it, and I'm going to get salami slices, and I'm going to work on making it look gorgeous, and then we're going to have it, and we'll feast on it Saturday night at the house, and then I'll perfect it. And then when we have company, <laughs> like when my friend Jody and Brett come back from vacation and they come over... Break got the Ta-da. cheese board. It's, it's, it's something I wanted to do. It's really sweet to see you get this excited about this, Jody. Well, <laughs> um, I found the board and I'm going to go get it. Have you ever done a cheese board, Sam? No, I've eaten off of them, but they're I've never beautiful. Made one. Handy I love Randy them. can't make you a nice cheese board. Oh, Handy they Randy can make could. anything. Yeah. I've, I found one that I like. It's $24. Okay. Fine. So I mean, That's fine. Anyway, I'm going to do it and I'll post pictures and you can tell me, Sam, whether you think it looks cheesy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, time to get started on this Wednesday. If you miss anything on the show, it's easy to get caught up. The Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast. The whole show's there, and then every day we do something special called the After the Show podcast that you only can get on the podcast itself. (laughs) As if there were any reason that you're still wondering why you should have uh, an Echo or a smart speaker. A Google Home. Google Home. Um, I found a new skill on Amazon called interview prep. Okay. Uh, you can really? actually use this to practice if you're going to have a job interview coming up. Oh, so now, she asks you questions. Obviously, nothing beats you know the real thing or practicing with a friend and that kind of stuff. Right. But and we should say she as much as possible so we don't set off everybody's smart. Yeah, so we don't say planet. Alexa. Okay, we'll say Oof. she. We'll Thanks, say Sam. She. <laughs> That's gone quiet. But uh, here's what the interview prep is. Welcome to interview prep. You can ask for interview questions by type of question, general, technical, salary, behavioral, career. Or personal, or by company. Wow. Amazon, Google, or Microsoft. Yeah, That's they have sample questions that Amazon or Google ask, you know, on their job interviews. Man. Okay. You can actually get some of those. So if we do career, technical, or salary, what kind of question would you like to have thrown at you? <laughs> Let Murphy do that. He's the he's the he's the career guru. Uh, t- uh t- that's a technical, technical. question. <laughs> All right, here's a technical question. Here's a technical question. <laughs> What do you do when you get stuck with a problem you cannot solve? Mm, good question. Oh, I give up. Yeah. <laughs> Next. 
Right. You know, well, I you guess if you're working for Google, you can say, I Google the answer. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you probably no, wouldn't want to no, say no, that no. at Microsoft. Yeah. You'd say, I'm going to go Bing this. Yeah, okay. That sounds like you're brown nosing on the internet. Well, yeah, it there. does. You okay. troubleshoot until you find a solution because it's your job to find well, a solution. Well, Mr. Murphy, uh, how about uh, your salary demands? Here is a salary question. Would you consider taking less pay than you made in your last job? Absolutely not. What, are you kidding? Why do you think I'm here? <laughs> but anyway, you know, you're you get supposed these... to actually practice how you would right. really I mean, answer. Practice goons. in front of the mirror with yeah. Alexa asking okay. you questions. And I did put a Google question, one of these sample Google questions on there. Here is a question Who was your favorite manager and why? <laughs> oh. 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 Murphy? Hmm. If I, I've got so many of them. Oh, no, oh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> they want, they just, want you to name it's one. It's hard to name just one. <laughs> Jody's Hollywood Outsider. George Clooney's been really busy lately. Um, the father to twins, newly married, no longer riding motorcycles since of that little accident he had. Entertaining the Obamas. Entertaining the Obamas um, this past weekend on Lake Cuomo in Italy, taking them out on a boat ride and entertaining them at his home. Mm-hmm. He also has... His villa. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. It's not just a house. Yeah. It's a villa in uh, Italy. He has signed on to direct and star in, and this is George Clooney, so he gets his pick of projects, uh, a film adaptation of this novel called Good Morning Midnight. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of the... Uh, it was named one of the best books of 2017. It's a sci-fi thriller, and he loved it, mm. and he's going to star in and direct it for Netflix. He's this, um, it's a post-apocalyptic tale, of course, and he's this lonely scientist, and then he's trying to communicate and help this guy, this astronaut, get back to Earth, and oh. it's a haunting sort of script. Okay. George Clooney all up in it. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Sam, the other thing that Jody did not mention to you about my little uh, lotto ticket excursion last night, whatever, you know, um, because she thought it was funny that Taylor called looking for me. Where's dad? So the other thing that I did is I went to drop off dry cleaning. This was a separate trip altogether, though. And I had had, Jody said, my jammies on. I consider them my house pants. I'm like, look, I'm just getting... I'm just I'm going. like, you're going to oh. go drop off laundry in those? In that case, I have house pants, too. <laughs> <laughs> They're PJ bottoms. So, But they don't look, to me, they don't look like really? PJs. 110% but, they look like PJ bottoms. But I know that I'm just going to go, this is a place where you can drop off and they yeah. slide the door open, and it's not like, I'm not going to have to go in the store. I'm not going to even have to see anybody to do you this. Think. Yeah. What if you got in a car accident? Exactly. What if you run into the governor? Thanks. Uh-huh. So you see, were was, wearing, oh. I think, Crocs. Your jammy pants. Oh, oh no, I was and, not wearing Crocs. Okay, your cl- shoes were casual. The jammy pants were okay, jammy but pants. don't accuse him of wearing Crocs. And an icy t-shirt. <laughs> uh, yes, I yeah, was. Yeah, baby. <laughs> I'd like a lottery ticket, please. <laughs> I need a lottery ticket. And so uh, when I got to the dry cleaning place, what was funny is the little barrel thingy was locked. And then uh, there was somebody in the store, but they were on the phone. So I had to stand in front of the window for about five minutes <laughs> dressed like that. <laughs> I, I don't know if she just didn't realize that, you know, I was serious about dropping <sighs> off my stuff or what. Well, for the record, I wouldn't go in public like that, but you do you. Got more coming up. And, you know, this time of the year, schedules get crazy. Yep. So we want you to be able to listen on your schedule. And that's why there's the Murphy, Sam & Jody podcast, an easy way to catch anything you missed. And it's free to subscribe to.